So I would like to welcome you all to the first first official episode of my podcast, Real Raw and Eccentric. Um, I we had some technical difficulties difficulties with this episode. So, like in the first couple, like thirty seconds of the episode, it was you couldn't really hear me. It was like the first thirty seconds of the first two minutes. I know that's a big gap, but hopefully, y'all enjoyed the little episode with me. My best friend Mark here and my brother Dante. And I'm quite sure y'all would like it, so just keep listening. Hopefully y'all will subscribe and keep listening. We're trying to do this at least once a week. Thank you and enjoy. I'm connected. <laughs> oh, shoot. We are now recording it. Automatically started. So, welcome. Hello. Um, you had me. If you, I say what his his joint. Hello. So how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm fine. I'm having a a wonderful day. <laughs> yeah, and um today is May the twenty fifth. It's a lovely day outside. Oh and screw you, it's um, nice and down here. But um, why am I getting alert about what Trump applied to do? Screw! Oh, I'm not going to even say that on this lovely podcast. <laughs> there you go. I couldn't hear nothing after that. Now. I don't know, but I'm gonna be real. I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a minute now. Um, this is talking about pretty much anything. What's going on? Music, all the dramas. You know, as Dante would say earlier, the tea being spread. Of course, but you know, people don't. People gotta remember tea stains. So you know, how much tea you Um. So I'm not sure how we're going to do this today. Marquia, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Man, I don't know if she's still here or not. I'm still here. You I can't hear me? Idea. But, um... You can't hear me? No, shoot. I'm going to have to go. You want to start over? Nah, nah, nah. We're going to do you this. You can't hear me? We're going to do this. Let's see. Maybe I should go in the house. We should go in the house because I can be on my wife. Uh, that was a lovely day. Can you hear me now? Yeah, right by right. Okay, um Can you hear me now? That's weird. Why are you popping up? 
I can hear you now. Oh, okay. But it's not on speaker. Hi, Mark. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Because I have you on my speaker. So let's have a conversation. We can talk about anything. Mind you, like I said, this is the first official episode of Real Raw and Eccentric Podcast. And I'm with two of my best friends in the world. I wish my other friend can join me, but he's at a wedding. But when we do that, we don't have to, what he be able to do, we don't have a YouTube channel popping. We don't have everything a little popping. Let's talk about a topic that we you know, heard about biracial marriage. Let's talk about that. Straight into it, so. Oh, yeah. Biracial marriage. Um, Let's just talk about like, I think you just talk about racism in general. I don't even want to like marriage. No, I mean, typically that's racism. I want to talk about that. That is is a very interesting subject. About very tall one. So personally, nowadays you have this whole thing about you know who who's better, who's more into the system. You know what's happening with. But see, that's the problem, and I think stop right there because I think that's the problem right there. Everybody is so busy comparing the races against each other that the overall topic of conversation is getting lost. It's about love and showing love to people and being loved by people correctly. I feel like if you're being loved the way love is supposed to be, you know, love is patient, love is kind, et cetera, et cetera, then it doesn't matter what somebody's race is. That has nothing to do with anything. I definitely agree with you on that. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I feel like people don't understand how love is supposed to be though. Like I feel like the the notion of love has been so corrupted through so many different things or whatever whatever people deem it as like, you know, this is what love is. It, it just gets kind of But the thing is, let's be real, nobody really knows what love is. hundred percent. Nobody really knows what true love is. Some people want that part. it. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, Oh my God, I want this, oh my God, I want that. Yeah. But but then that goes back to love changes like like, what it takes to love me might not be the same as what it takes to love you, because we're two different people. I think there's different ways to love people. Mm-hmm. And as long as the feelings are genuine, then you should be straight. Now, yeah. when the feelings aren't genuine, I feel like that's when we run into all the issues with, like, like cheating and, and beating on people and stuff like that. But then those are all learned behaviors. We grow up seeing that shit that is we seeing it and we think it's okay, so we just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to that, people don't know how to deal with it. Like nobody wants to heal their inner child. Like it's like when we all have these like we always we all have these traumas. Adult man, or just learn how to properly assess and deal with whatever things that are hindering your growth. People always say, like, "Oh, you know, everybody has their own coping mechanisms, but most coping mechanisms are simply just to distract them from dealing and getting through the process to growing up." And I feel like that's something that you know also hinders love, like understanding what love is and accepting the various forms of love. But 
then you also got to realize, you know, kids our age, they content with playing crazy on Facebook. Nobody want to go talk to a therapist. Apparently, that's just not the thing. Nobody want to, like you said, don't nobody want to heal themselves. They think that hurt neck, getting high and sipping lean and taking them pills and all that shit. They think that shit cute now. They think it's a game. They, they don't understand that this is real life. And then the kids that they're bringing into this world, they're teaching them that these behaviors are okay. They're repeating the cycle. That's because we have damaged children trying to talk to these and innocent children and damaging them because they don't know how to hear themselves. Okay. It's true. I mean, you got to think about it. How much did, like, even for me growing up, like, you've been through, I've been through a lot of shit. And it's not to say my mother didn't try her best, you know what I'm saying? But she had a lot of things that she didn't know how to deal with. And in turn, trying to raise me to get them done, some of these were projected onto me, which caused me to be damaged in my own way. Now, my mother's experiences and what she went through, they changed her as a person, but the person she became was projected onto me. It was even making me a completely different person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I, would, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was lucky. Like, I had good friends, and my grandmother, who was my backbone, you know what I'm saying? She had my back. You know what I'm saying? Most people don't have, don't have that. They aren't key enough to have somebody. And even if they do, the part, like, the, there's levels of healing that even having just one person can't mend. Like, you can be the most popular person in the world and still feel like a lonely person. Robin Williams is a perfect example. I know, like, I, I love all movies he was in, but he committed suicide. And the same thing, especially like Chester Bennington, you know, from Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, he seemed happy, but he was over there. Exactly. Like, like, when we get the thing on, like, race, the religion, and love, and all that, and class, people think money can make you happy. It doesn't. Money does not make you happy. It makes everything easy. Say it again. Say it again. And it don't make everything easier, neither, because more money, more problems. Let me tell you, they had it right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. But, I mean, it does make certain things easier, but it's, um, Money will not make you happy. The Money richest, the richest people are not happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see the richest people giving away some of the money. Like, yeah, I got all this money, but what do I, what can I do with it? So they give it away. The greediest person, like, look at, no, for the richest people, let's look at this, for example, Elon Musk. I mean, I don't know what The creator of the Tesla. Evil yeah. way. He's he has so much money, he don't know what to do with it. He even created a flamethrower that me and you can buy. Yeah. An affordable flamethrower, because he don't know what to do with all the money he got because he's alone. You know what? Let's use a more relatable person. Y'all remember Freddie, Gay- Freddie Gray family got all that money, right? They had all that money, millions of dollars. The same people they were before that money is the same people they were after that money. And once that money was gone, having money will not change you as a person. All those bad qualities that you had when you was broke, you still won't have when you was rich. And then if you if money management was one of those poor qualities, then you're not going to be rich very long. Mm-hmm. Like money is something you do for distraction. I'm not, that's the way I look at it. Like, depending on how, money is like any other weapon that you have. It's all depending on how you use it. Now, like, if you have trauma that, you know, if you're immature and the kids are being responsible and you shake the phone, it doesn't matter how much money you got, it's going to go away. Like, I feel like that just goes down to responsibility and what's important to people, like, like success. What success is to me might not be success to you. Success is, success is some boy could be, some dude could be like, oh, I got me a Benz, I got a new Bentley, 
successful. Another dude, man, this is open my own business. I'm happy. I'm good. You get what I'm saying? Right. It's all based on what they do as, you know, what's important to them in their lives. They go back to morals, values, and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? But you keep it on understanding, like, as you get older, your morals, your values should grow and change as you get older. You know what I'm saying? And that's wholeheartedly a thing that happens. They, they either grow or your values change. Like, what you deem as important. Like, I'm a parent now. So I, I could say, like, before I, before I was a parent, I'm like, yeah, I want to go out and have fun. Now that I'm a parent, me and my son, we got, I got to make sure we're good. My, my mom literally, you know, do we have food in the house? My, do I have enough money for my bills? You know what I'm saying? Going out is not as important as it used to be. So like, as your responsibility change, even though, like, you have a son. Once we got older, we realized that we had the like, so we still got people out there that have children. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out, I'm going to turn up, I'm going to do all this, I'm going to do all that. But once we, we got older, so we realized what we need to do. Like, all right, going out, I mean, of course, you know, I love going out. I like going out every weekend. So I'm not going out partying and acting cool. Yeah, but I'm saying that goes back to that goes back to saying about what's important to you. Like most people feel like they like things change when you have kids. Things change. Oh yeah. But that doesn't mean that people grow. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But like I have and good people around people me though. Don't grow. Yeah, exactly. But I have I have good people around me. You know what I'm saying? For me to say, okay, rather I have a kid. What is like what exactly changes in my life? How do I grow as a person to make sure I'm a proper parent to my son? Like I'm a proper parent or a parent that I see as a proper parent, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that the way my kid's hand might not be the same way that works for me, but I can use, like, if I talk to my kid and I ask her a question, you know what I'm saying? I can get use whatever ideas that she gave me or suggestions she gave me. If I mold it into a way that I can, like, okay, this works best for me, it's perfect. Like, it works for me, but, like, you have to be, you got to be aware of the people that you have around you. I'm going to cut you off real quick. Go for it. Um, I'm just going to say this. Like, the people that actually know me, I'm the only one in the conversation that does not have a child. <laughs> yeah, I just want to reiterate that part. I do not have kids. <laughs> right. Listen, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the only one without a child. My son is my child. Okay, that's, that's it. I don't have a job. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it alone. I feel like something else I want to touch on, like my kids. When you said love, I feel like people don't understand how to love themselves. Well, of course they don't. Nobody knows, like, I'm not going to say nobody. Let me take that back. People don't know how to love themselves because their parents never loved them. When you're first born into this world, you know nothing. Your mind is blank. You, you start emulating and, and imitating your parents. You start doing what they do. So if they're not showing you love and they're not showing each other love, then how would you know what love is to begin with? And that starts the little girls who start having sex real early because the little boy said they was pretty. And that starts, little boys start having sex early with a whole bunch of different women and start having kids that they're not taking care of out here because shit, they was never taken care of. Really? It starts at home. Mm-hmm. Like but then that. there's no excuse for us to still be grown and still having these problems. Like, if you can look yourself in the mirror and you know exactly what's wrong with you, then there's no reason you can't fix it. That's true. And that's what i and when you figure out these things, I feel like people need to tap in and understand what those, like, what, where exactly it starts. Like, once they figure out what's wrong, they can come up with a solution, but they need to figure out where it exactly started, like, the possible source of why, you get what I'm saying, these things happen, or why you are the way you are. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I could, you know, everything don't deserve a reaction. 
everything does not. But sometimes the way you were raised or the way something you are, you just want to react to everything. And once you recognize that, and once you're like, all right, cool, how can I, how can I look at this and recognize my not my, that I am not the problem? Is just this like you have to attack that part of it? You know. So like, you all right, I kind of feel triggered. Hold up. So when you say that everything don't deserve a reaction, yeah. I hate when people say that. I hate when people say that, and this is why. My reaction, you you can't judge my reaction. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've seen, what I've done, et cetera, et cetera. If, if you're going to be mad at my reaction, then you should be mad at the motherfucker that pissed me off in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because my reaction is a human response to something that either irritated me, made me mad, made me sad, et cetera, et cetera. You can't get mad at me for the human response I have. I'm human. You cannot blame some. That's like, okay, for example, that's like you hit somebody and they hit you back. Shit, it was a reflex. That's how I react to being hit. Yeah. So if I feel like I'm being attacked, I'm about to attack back because you're not about to do me like that. I'm not going out like that. But then we don't have effective communication skills. We think saying bitch every two seconds is acceptable. We think saying nigga every two seconds is acceptable. And don't get me wrong, I say both very often. But you gotta learn when to say things. You gotta it's called code switching. That's what we call it. We call it code switching. You gotta know certain shit you can say in certain situations, and then other ones require a little bit more finesse. But I feel like reactions are valid. But it's hot, it's like I honestly just feel like reactions are valid. I mean, yeah, you might go OD, but I can't tell you that's too much for you. I just know I ain't about to do that. Right, I don't know uh, what you've been through. Yeah. I, but I'm going to say this. I'm gonna, I, I agree with both of y'all. Everything don't deserve a reaction, but you know, but it's all about the right reaction. Like, everything is just not like, almost. You said something disrespectful. Oh, I'm going to disrespect my life. No, let it go. Sometimes less stuff go. But that raises the question of what is the right reaction? It depends on the situation. And if we out in public and somebody says something, we grown. If you, want, if you don't want to talk one-on-one, I'm not going to cause a thing. We don't want to talk one-on-one somewhere else. I'm not going to cause no thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get arrested. I'm not trying to have nothing on my work. I'm trying to have nobody, especially nowadays, everybody recording everything and just putting stuff on the internet. Like, nah, I'm not trying to be out on the internet and all of a sudden I'm trying to get the job. So I'm like, oh, you was the guy that was in that fight. Mm-hmm. Everything, you don't re- you don't have to react to everything on on a, like, even stuff you crazy. It's just the way you react to it. You can react to everything, honestly. But you, just the way you react to it. You react calmly. You're like, you know what? It's not worth it. That's the reaction. I, mean, I agree. I feel like it also depends on which you deem as something worth your worth your time and energy. So like I do like when my kids say something if you attack me, I'm attack back. Yeah, I'm not gonna go out like that, you understand. Know but at the same time, it also comes back to what exactly you deem as something worth it, you understand? Know it has like I feel like like for my kids, I anytime my kids go off the end I know it's for that reason. It's never like you know, It's never like, you know, I'm going to wake up the day and be like, oh, this is This one right here. She catching it.
So, pardon the interruption for it, but we had a little technical difficulties. Uh, so, this will be part two of the episode. Um, had a little phone call. Yeah, this welcome to part two of it. We're going to restart it. And again, continue listening, please. Thank you. Hola. Ah, yes, we're now back on here. Had a little issue happen. Um, so let's just call this part two of the episode. I mean, the first first segment was like 20 minutes long anyway. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Man, we were talking about the time and how they were talking about the time and how they were talking about the time and how they were talking about the time and identification number, my resale certificate number, that's all me by myself. I did that. Let's just let's just reiterate that. I did it. So um so what you want to talk about your um just say your website Yes, yes, yes. So my business is called Arts Crafts and Trap Music. It's www.artscraftsandtrapmusic dot com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I pretty much just take popular memes, quotes, whatever I can find, or just like little stuff I made up myself, and I put them on t-shirts, cups. Um, I've gotten into painting tennis shoes recently, stuff like that. Um, the overall goal of my business is I want to eventually, I want to start giving art classes. So if, if you haven't noticed, um, I have kids. I have a lot of them. <laughs> um, especially in the summertime, my kids need stuff to keep them busy. 
Um, but during the school year, schools have cut out a lot of the arts and crafts programs. So a lot of kids don't have that outlet anymore. And so I want to get to a point where I can donate, you know, arts and crafts supplies to the schools for the kids. I want to give classes in the summertime, you know, to keep kids off the street and help them express themselves in ways that, you know, a lot of us didn't have growing up. You know, a lot of us had to wait until we were adults to really tap into that creative side, you know. And and I do a lot more than just like painting and you know, stuff with my cricket machine, you know, photography, music, all of that. I want to eventually just help kids find themselves. Just like that healing that we talked about, you know, that was a big healer for me was tapping into my creative side. So I just want to be that for other people. So, inspirational? Right, so inspirational. Look, we're trying, there's going to be a movement for me. I'm trying to do this podcast right now. Um, and what well, I'm when I was coming up with my ideas, I always told my kids that I wanted to promote a business on the media. I wanted to get my, especially if we get the followers up, what? We want to do a black podcast, have a black business. I'm just a black guy here to support you, telling me that's all. Uh, no, you got your ideas too. We're going to get into that later. You got your ideas too, which I'm with. I want all that. Honestly, we try and do things positive. We got a business, trying to do this podcast, reach out to different people, doing different things. YouTube channel coming soon. The man Dante here, he gonna be the president of the United States of America. And I tell you, if I was ever the president, the president of the United States of America, nah, you know what, my man Dante, he gonna be the mayor of Baltimore City. Nah, I think president of that. Oh, we need a good man. We need a lot of good things. Let my kid be the man. Next subject. What? Mark, you gonna be a fireman. I just know for a fact. Everybody no. getting fired. I'm exactly. crying. That's right. why you said fire, man. Fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that right, Mark? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So I feel like she'd be awesome, but at the same time, awesome. I feel like it'd be like the most hilarious thing ever. Every day would just be, I feel like it'd be amazing. And I feel like she she's doing an amazing job. Like I feel like because she speaks her mind and she's very well she's very well educated and she knows what she's trying to do. Like, I feel like it'd be it it go really well because people can't run over top of her. Wait, I have an idea. What? Again, I keep saying you know, you know, this is another segment of the first episode first official episode of this podcast, we're over on the centric. Saying that. Mm-hmm. I thought we do this every week. I'm with it. Watch it. You said what? We do this every week. Oh, I'm for it. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's, so let's get into less, less serious stuff. I, I got something I want to talk about. I got something I want to talk about. <laughs> I'm scared. I got something I want to talk about. Why is it that black women feel as though everything is a competition? You, you see... Why say, is everything a competition? Like, why can't we just be together? Relax, relax, relax. It's not just black women. But black people in general. Like, if we do come together, we'll rule the world. Honestly. Black people is a top influencer throughout the world. 
it's a very, very few people that are trying to come together and unite for, you know, to bring us together and uplift one another. We all looking to try to outdo each other and say, uh, it's like, you got to think, look at it like this. You could be doing very well for yourself. You could be doing so well. And it's always somebody that's going to be like, but that ain't new as it, though. That ain't this name brand, though. It ain't that. Everybody's worried about trying to get the materialistic name brand hit. You know what I mean? And it's not about that. It's about whether or not you know what I'm saying. Like, Marquette has a dream. She has, you know, she's looking forward to what she's going to do after this. You know what I'm saying? She already made the plan. She got her business and everything. She's already in motion to try to go towards, you know, her, you know, her end goal. But, like, even after that, she's still looking to expand it past that. And if you want to support her, you get what I'm saying? She's saying, like, kind of, like, can I promote your, uh, promote your business here? Or, like, if somebody asks for this, you know, to order something from your business, you get what I'm saying? I can give them their name. And most people are like, oh, you ain't gonna give me credit for that. And I, and I feel like people are thinking, I feel like people don't understand what it means for us to keep coming like what that means. People, everybody worry about stabbing each other in the back, like how I'm gonna break off and get be better. Better like, yo, we can be partners and make this shit beautiful. Same word, man. See, I know for a fact. I'm not worried about being nobody's partner. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you ain't I know. I know. I'm all about yeah. Thing which I'm always about to expect and expect your relationship and be rich, but I'm also about just helping. I don't need credit. I just want to help. What can I do for you? How can I support you? But you know what? And, and but okay, so just like y'all said all that, I've done that. You know what I'm saying? I've given out advice for free. I've coached people through the process. I've helped people start businesses. I've FaceTimed and group called and, and gave free classes and did this and did this and did this. And the same people that I literally fed from my plate are the same people who will turn around in my face and say that I've never done nothing for them, that I ain't shit and I ain't going to never be shit and my little business ain't shit and all that. Okay. But then look at it like this. We all believe in God. So, yeah. I will say that. I also, the main thing I always believe, you know, I'm not the most religious person ever. Everybody can, there's one day can attest to that. I'm far from the most religious person here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm going to this. But I always believe that you do. The golden rule. Always believe in that. You like that. I just want you to do self-based Always believe that. You look out for me, look out for you. And then you want, if you don't want to look out for me no more after I help you get up there, karma will come back and get you. And that's what I do. Oh, Facebook, man. I'm trying to be I didn't. I haven't said anything that could start a fire. I mean, I'm just, anything could start a fire. Of course, you just never know what to be a start to say. I feel like when you go through, I feel like when it comes to supporting businesses, I, I love the way Marquia behaves. I'm gonna say that Marquia's business, like when she started it out, you know, what I'm she wasn't trying to be like. She was literally trying to work with people, trying to talk to people like, you know, this is something I'm interested in, this is something I'm going, she's promoting it, and she's teaching all the year and the And she don't think no BS for people. She's like, y'all ain't getting no discount. Like, I'm already not charging $40 or something like that for this. Y'all talking about this. If you have to leave my money up front, which is what a business person should do. And that's the part. I also feel like that's a problem with black people too. Just because I run a business and you black, but like, I'm black, or we cool. I don't need, I need to give you a discount. 
that don't mean nothing. Like, why? You can't give me a discount or we can't get you. Well, why? If you support me, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you support me wholeheartedly as you say you do, then support me and paying full price for it because you know those proceeds go to continuing my business that goes to me expanding my business and that will support you paying full price for it will support me more than me giving you a discount. Right. All right. All right. That's true. So, um, that's like an evil I'm just tired of these girls that shape like moldy Swiss cheese trying to tell me about myself when they don't have their lives even partially together. I never claim to be perfect. You feel what I'm saying? I'm extremely transparent with my life on social media. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like my journey can help other people. But then when people think that they can take that same journey and throw it in my face, like, girl, it's not tea. I gave it to you. <laughs> like, I don't, that's where I don't see that. That's that backwardsness that I'm talking about. Yes, I am, because we're still, we're, we're still going at it. We'll have that discussion at the end of the show. Hopefully, by then, she'll block me. So, next subject, please. I'm trying to see. I, am, I also do want to talk about something that's not evolving black people in general. But I don't know if you have heard, but I was playing some of it. Rocket, have you heard the new DJ Khaled album? Okay, so no. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm tired of DJ Khaled trying to put nine niggas on a song. <laughs> like, <laughs> as soon as I start getting into one flow, it's another one. I can't. I can't do it. All right. I'm, I'm gonna say DJ Khaled putting people on a song is like Mexicans getting out of a Toyota Corolla. I just I just can't. Another one. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you thought we were saying get out of the car. Guess what? You got another one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say this. This DJ Khaled album, they don't have like five, ten niggas on the song. They really don't. Well, they got six niggas on the song? I was playing it. The Scissor song, that Chris Brown, Lil Wayne song, mm-hmm. that Cardi B and 21 Savage song. They playing it. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people actually on this album. It's like, the most of the song, most of the song was the first track, and they got Boogie Bottle and um, a couple other ones here. Um, I'm still, I'm still pretty sure I'm not gonna listen to this this DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh have you heard the Khaled album? Tyler the Creator? No, I have not. I don't even remember the last time I listened to Tyler the Creator. The last well, time I listened to Tyler the Creator, Aaron dragged me to one of his concerts, and this man tried to knock me over. I dragged you? You dragged me to a Tyler the Creator concert. Really? Yeah, that sounds like you were catching somebody and dragging him. No, I honestly didn't. I bet you did. She wanted to go. No, yes. you said, this. see, this is how Aaron get me, right? Aaron always t- Aaron always gives me good tips. So he'll be like, all right, listen to this. All right, do this. Watch this. Eat this. And it's always good. So he was like, I- I'm about to get these tickets to this Tyler, the creative show. You trying to go? 
in my head, I'm thinking, this must be a really good idea. He don't never send me no book. And that's, that's his favorite thing to say. Do I ever steer you wrong? Hey, so I go to this Tyler, the Creator concert, not knowing what they expect. And I got caught up in a mosh pit. What the hell just happened? Hello? All right, so that was the end of our podcast. Um, and then again, there some technical difficulties, but uh, I don't know how it ended. I'll probably read this to it later. But either way, it was technical difficulties. We're going to um, improve one for the next episode. This is truly the first time we've messed with it. But uh, my brother Dante, hey, yo, Dante, man. What's that? Right, I got my brother Dante with me. And Marcia, of course, she's not on this part of it because I can't add her to this part. But we are planning on doing this at least once a week. I want to do twice a week, but we're going to try to do once a week. At least once a week, so... Thank you all for listening. Hopefully y'all listen and keep listening.
you know, we try to make sure we keep the topics interesting, and we definitely going to make sure we try to be as unbiased as possible with our answers. So, appreciate y'all. Thank you.